Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maybe, well, maybe if we play the wind music, we can we can pretend that it. we can manifest that it's a good thing. <laughs> There's Danielle. We haven't heard the wind music since January 22nd. Danielle just missed the music. Let's face it. It's all good. It's all good. Um, it's I'm fine. I'm done with that music. Yeah, yeah it's fine. we need we need a little positivity in our Amen. in our lives. Amen. We really do. Um, thank you all so much for tuning into the PHX Coyotes post game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with PD and Craig. This is the ultimate pack therapy tonight, you guys. Uh, six straight loss for the Coyotes. It feels like the tides are turning for this team. Your thoughts, PD? Go ahead, please. Um, the draft is in July. Uh, the the Coyotes have it's in June actually seven. Well, in June they got seven picks in the first three rounds. Um, they're they've extended. Well, we'll talk about that later. They are now um, one, two, three, four, five, seventh to last, and within striking distance of Buffalo. And a couple more losses, and I think they might be able to catch Ottawa. I'm not sure if they can collect catch Columbus or Anaheim. So things are looking up for the Oats. We're all good. Everything's fine. We, the, we just have to get the mentality we've had the last two seasons, and this is a good thing. Buddy, we're, we're, we're almost in the bottom five. It's the upside down. It's the upside down. We're back there. It's was, good. Yay! I, it was, it's been such a good run. It's been such a fun season. You know, it, it was fun to talk about. Things have changed. It was exciting to think about the playoffs. And yep. now the tank gifts in the in the Discord are abound. I wasn't ready. We made it fifty-one games, Leah. Fifty-one. Fifty-one games before I think we officially are throwing in the towel. I think this is if you're marking your calendars at home, this is it. We said they needed four points on this road trip. They got one. They've lost five straight. They've lost seven of nine. Like six are gone. Six straight. Six straight. But who's six. counting? Oh my God. Six straight. Eight of ten. Whoopsie. You, you can't make the play. I, I see. There's my math. You 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 lose six straight games. You're done. Like it's over. And I don't want to pretend that it's not. It, it's over. And we're not going. Oh, they're going to fight back. No, they're not fighting back in this. It's over. But like I said, the good news is now. Let's look at it the other way. We had 51 games of excitement where we talked about playoffs, and now we only have what 31 games where we have to talk about the the draft picks and chasing Chicago. So I call that a win. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll talk more about um, what's next for the team, but we will talk about this game. Let's just get it out of the way. Um, let's start with the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Let's take a look. Shots on goal, 34 23. Philly. Okay. This is insane. Oh, <laughs> oh for eight on the on the Flyers power play. Yeah, over eight. what? Over oh eight. eight. I don't think we've seen that yet this season, and that doesn't even include the fact that the Flyers scored on a penalty shot. Coyotes oh for four on theirs. Hits nineteen eighteen. Coyotes shot attempts sixty eight for the Flyers, forty nine for the Coyotes. Three but, one goal leads in this game. They had the lead three, three times. times. Did they, but I don't think they deserved it. Let's be honest here. This this game, they 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 they, they maybe the first period. They, oh, sorry, oh, somebody else is mad I think, here. I think he disagreed with you. Too. First and second is what he just said. Yeah, so. but the first period there were shots were seven seven. They had some good looks in the first. <laughs> This is just, it's gone off the rails. This is, just gone. This is a good night for it. The truth is, they were, the, the, this is the best first period they've played in a month. Like, it, it was decent. They, they, they had some scoring opportunities. They had some shots on goal. Vimelka held them in when he gave up opportunities going back the other way. And it really wasn't that bad. They only took one penalty up to that point. It was a good period. I, 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 you leave the period with, with you're up one nothing. 
I, I, it's good. It was a great first period. They just couldn't sustain it. And, and I tell you what, by the by the midway through the second period, this game wasn't even close. Like the Flyers dominated this team for the second half. This Flyer team was really impressive tonight, to be honest. And, and just think if, if they had Carter Hart in goal right now, with a goaltender they could rely on. Coyote scored three on their first 17. Buddy, you're not doing that on Carter Hart. Just saying. So Coyote's... I don't even know if I can say this was a great effort or gosh, there were some good individual efforts. I, I don't know. Like, do we, do we say that at all? You don't think there are a lot of goals scored from below the goal line on our heart. Okay. Just asking, just checking. I'm, I'm bringing the PD mentality to tonight's game, just so you know. So you're going to have to bring positivity because you know, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a place right now. Okay. I'm in a dark place, very dark place. Okay, I'll, I'll bring the positivity. That's kind of what I'm here for. That's why they fired me at PHNX. I mean, it, speaking of Corel Van Belk, I thought he was okay tonight. I mean, I didn't. I, I'm not gonna. I didn't like the post to post guy. I didn't like the wraparound. He got himself out of position and he couldn't get across to the post. But I thought he was okay tonight. Uh, I just they, they they I don't know what it is, PD. They don't have it. I don't know if you looked at the defensive breakdowns in particular, what happened on some of those goals, but it's just this team has no mojo right now. They just have no mojo. And uh, I don't know if they believe anymore. Yeah. You know, I think we might have believed longer than they did. And I think going into the All-Star break when they lost that when you, before the, the All-Star break and you won one win in that in that homestand where they went one and four, I think it started to crumble there. I don't know if they had they, they haven't played those games of old coyote hockey where they're they're you know scratching and clawing until the very end. You didn't see that tonight at all. Yeah, really. I mean, the score was closer than the game was to me. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see the pushback. I didn't see the intensity. I didn't see the, the the physical play. I didn't see the attacking the net. I just I just didn't see it. And it, that, to, to be honest, the disappointing part for me was you knew going out of this trip with the siblings there, you knew they had to get four points. Like you, if you want to even, if you want any chance at all. So I'm not saying you can guarantee wins. You can't. The other teams are competing as well too, but, but you can compete and you can leave everything out there on the ice for, for six periods. And, and I just didn't feel that on this road trip and maybe it was just me, but I didn't see their compete level to the standard that you want to be for a playoff team. We did also mention, you know, or I mentioned in the newsletter today that seven of these nine final games this month came against teams in the top 13 in points. These, we knew it. We knew that January and February were going to be brutal stretches for them against really tough competition. Bill Armstrong mentioned it at the midseason report. He thought things would sort themselves out by the trade deadline. Well, guess what? They have sorted themselves out. The Coyotes are playing tougher competition. The games have ramped up because we're post-All-Star break. And the simple truth is the Coyotes just aren't up to the task. They're just not a good enough team. And we we kind of knew this deep down anyway, didn't we? We thought, okay, maybe this is a 500 team. By the way, I think this is the first time they've been under 500 since like early November. It's been a long time. Um, we knew this wasn't a playoff team in our hearts. We, we could look at the lineup and say, do they have the centers? Do they have first line players? Do they have first pair defensemen? No. The the answer was no to all of those questions. So you knew you just, you appreciated what they did. The, the first half of this season playing above their heads, really competing hard. That's the one thing I guess that's a, a little troubling P that you mentioned earlier. You just haven't felt like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like they're putting it all out there lately. I just don't feel like it's all there. And I don't know if that's a lack of belief. I don't know if that's the distraction of all the arena stuff. I don't know what's at play here, but this doesn't look like the same effort that we saw earlier in the season. But one of the things we saw even earlier in this season, but, but let's go back to last season when this team was expected to really go nowhere. Mm -hmm. I thought you saw more compete in that team, especially at home where you saw them up on their toes. They were, they were like, Oh my gosh, I think they surprised teams with their effort and their, their tenacity and their ability to go, Oh my gosh, they're a hard team to play against. But you haven't seen that now. I don't know what that is. I, and I don't know if, if, if Andre Turney's job has just gotten harder. And and I don't know if you can if you can pull the same strings and motivate the players the same way as you did a year ago. I think maybe it might be different now. I I just didn't see that drive on this team, and, and that's a concern. And and you can lose hockey games. And this isn't a playoff team. We talked about that. They don't have the personnel, and their payroll isn't what these other teams are. All of those things are absolutely fair, right. but you can still compete. And and, and I, that's 
maybe it's maybe it is the arena stuff. Maybe it's the off-ice news, or maybe it's them believing that they were better than they were, and now they're not, and and they're like, well, it's over. And it, maybe. Um, I, I hope we get to see the spark come back into them as this. They've got 31 games to go. Like this could get horrific. And, and you trade deadlines coming. And if the attitudes don't change, I don't want to say attitudes. That might not be the right word. The effort. It's the effort. I just don't see that that coyote hockey. Let me ask you this, and then I'll shut up because Leah. I'm sure you want to actually talk on this show. No, I don't think she does. I uh, mean, she took two days off. Wait, she's probably yeah, I took two days off. Just a vacation. Quick vacation. Yeah, it was yeah. a vacation. <laughs> Speaking of effort levels, how much of this do you put on the coaching staff? And is that a concern at all? I don't know. And, and here's ultimately the responsibility to 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 prepare a team to play falls on the coaching staff. It does, and one of the things that I've I've felt that is that I, I'm sure they're beating their heads against the wall in the coaches' room is how to get this team ready to play when the puck drops at the 20 minute mark of the first period because they haven't done that for quite some time. I thought today I said they were better, but I don't know what it is about this team that they don't have those quick starts that they did even last season where where they could get off to a good start. Um, they've been very lax. The, the motivation has been lax, and they, and they talked about on the the TV broadcast, how hard the practice was yesterday. And they seemed to respond very well after those difficult practices. And they did that for the first 10, 15 minutes of this game as well. But I don't know if you can keep whipping the dog. I mean, I, I just don't know if that's what gets the motivation there. I, I don't know. I don't know if they, if they look around the room and go, well, buddy, we don't have it. Like we're, we don't, we don't have, we can't compete against these teams right now. I don't know if that's setting in. I really don't know without being in the room, what's really hitting home. This isn't the same team we saw a month ago. It just isn't when, when they beat those five Stanley cup winners in five consecutive games, they were playing very good mistake free fast hockey. And we just have not seen that for nearly a month. Okay. Well, if no one's going to be the positive one, I will. My uh, freshly rested self after four days not leaving my house. <laughs> Matt Dumba scores today. Let's uh, boost that trade value. There's a positive. There's Ding, a positive. check his third goal of the season. Also had a big hit in the game. Um, Matias Michelli, there was a lot of criticism of him lately in our Discord, kind of that he's been quiet. I think that whole Bukestad cross Michelli line has taken some criticism. He gets his eighth of the season from behind the net. That was pretty fun. And Alex Kerfoot, also his eighth of the season, immediately scores our Discord pitching trades for him, what his trade value is. Um, so don't know if you want to go down that road, but I'm just trying to find the positives in a game that was extremely frustrating, that was within the Coyotes' grasps. Um, I think the most frustrating part about this one is that they've now blown leads in two straight to lose two straight with the siblings on the trip because you know, as much as we joke about, oh, the dad's trip, the mom's trip, like normally teams actually play really well when these trips go on and, you know, they keep cutting to the siblings and it's super fun. And they had it, they had it both games and they gave it up and that's what's frustrating. So how about that? I started a little positive. I started positive. You have the, you have the slant there early, a little positive slant to this. Hey, what'd you um, hear what Leah said? I heard blame the siblings. <laughs> Hey, I'm an only child, so I, I was disappointed. I will say this with the siblings. I, I have to say the Wisconsin girl, um, Schmaltz, came through with a, a, at least an attempt. Um, I saw Michelli's brother, nothing like Mich crickets. Michelli, he scores in off the leg. Like, sister. Was it a sister? Then who who was I talking about? Matt, oh, it was Kerfoot. Brother. Oh, and Kerfoot's Kerfoot's brother. Yeah. Yeah, Kerfoot's brother. Like, well, let's see something. I, I expected that maybe they they just didn't get it on camera because they did show that booth after, and I would be that that might be the only thing that could resurrect the trip is maybe just a shotgun contest. That would have been a positive. I would have watched. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like I, I no, it's um, it's hard to, and I, I always try to find something in the positive. The power play wasn't clicking. They didn't move the puck at all. And I know Flyers have the number one penalty kill, and they they're honestly they're lucky that the Flyers didn't score on the. Well, they were shorthanded. They really are lucky. And and this game, five minutes in, Owen Tippett has a breakaway, and this game could have been honestly, this could have been bad. And for it to be this tight, but when you come out of this, you come into the third period, and you're in a game that you have to win. 
it should be guys blocking shots. It'd be off the glass. Like you should see that. Honestly, it should be that playoff intensity right now because it really is their playoffs. And, and I just didn't see that hunger, that desire, that fight. I, I maybe maybe we were we were believing they were still in it. Maybe they've already resigned the fact that they're not. I I, I just didn't see that tonight. And I'm trying to find a positive. Dumba big hit. Um, um, I don't. Rob know. Rob has a great comment. Positive. We positively suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the kind of the, that's the kind of entertainment you stick around for here that's, late at night. Honestly, Craig, that's, Craig, that's night, trying to rationalize being a Coyotes. <laughs> Clayton Keller with one shot on goal. Clayton Keller leads this team in offense, drives the bus for this team offensively. Uh, what were they say? Were they on power play? Oh for four on the power play. Oh for four on the power play. And Clayton Keller has one shot on goal. It's not good enough. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be a, a pain in the ass here. It's just, it's not good enough. Like if you're, if you're leading this team in scoring and you're trying to get this team into the playoffs, I don't know if one shot on goals is that, is that it? Yeah. What about Ruzishka? Um, uh, um, honest? Um, He's big. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. He's big. Here's the truth. He, he played like a guy that hadn't had skated three times in 14 days. That's what he played like. He was behind the play often in the offensive zone. He was just a little bit out of place. He's trying to play a new system with two new players on, on a team that he's practiced with twice. And it and it looked like that. Now, d- does that mean anything for a player like that who sat out 12 straight days? No. I, I really did like his size. And I'm somewhat joking, but him with, with Kerfoot and Zucker, I could see that being a line that, that could be fun to watch. He, he is a big player that if he can find his stride here and play a physical style and get to the net. I, I think he's a player that this fan base could like. I just, it, you're not going to see it today. You might not see it for another week or two. It just wasn't there tonight. He was just behind the play. I like saying his name. You yes. like spelling his name. Can I yeah. talk about that too? Cause I feel like talking. I, I did. I, I texted it today to you two. And I did hold down you the key. Did. Longer. Was so yeah. was so and I, I said, was why so the why am I doing this? Like, what? Why am I doing this? Holding down the seat. The team doesn't even put it right on his jersey, the roster, the internet. And here I'm sending a text and doing it the proper way. That's well, respect. I think for Ruzishka to get settled into Arizona, he needs to make a trip to Illegal Pete's and the Coyotes. No they're, they're on their way home tonight. They'll be back for a couple games. There's plenty of time to get over to Illegal Pete's. Also a really great place to stop by before a game at Mullet. It's right there on Mill Avenue. Um, they have amazing margaritas, tacos, taquitos, bowls, burritos, whatever it is you're looking for. Take advantage of Illegal Pete's weekly deals. You can kick the Monday Blues with $3 margaritas all day long it's still early it's not quite approaching midnight like craig probably thinks it is so you can swing by there after the show or you can ease your way back into the week with two dollar tacos every tuesday and if you work in healthcare or education you can take your team to lunch at illegal pete's every tuesday and enjoy buy one get one free entrees and don't forget to unwind after a long day of their happy hour three to eight p.m every day i think craig could use some illegal pete's happy hour legal pete's your go-to spot for burritos buddies and beer and I tell you what, Danielle, hold off on those, but get your finger ready. It's going to be towards the end of this. The Valley of the Sun will roar to life this spring when NASCAR returns to, the, to Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. Spring break at Phoenix Raceway is the perfect introduction to NASCAR with affordable ticket pricing for families. Whether you're a diehard racing fan or simply looking for a fantastic, fantastic day out, this event promises fun for everyone. Take it from me, because I've been there. And Danielle, it's time. Oh my God. It is great to find something that I use to connect with my young son. We kind of made racing our thing. And if that's not a mullet, I don't know what is. And look at that smile on that kid. You tell me he's not happy sitting in the grandstands watching those cars. He was jacked up at that race. Let's see the last one. Let's see the last one. The race has been going on for a while. He's getting a little tired. Tired. So so make sure you bring a pillow for the ride home for the little ones. But honestly, we used it to connect. Um, when he was a little guy, we loved our NASCAR race. We went twice a year, every year for several years. Um, so don't miss out on, on something uh, for family fun. Get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at the Phoenix Raceway, March 8th through the 10th. It promises to be a weekend with good vibes for the whole family. Get your tickets now at phoenixraceway.com. Wow, those are great picks. 
Yeah. That? I'm excited. Just under a month away. It, Something you know, to look forward to. Every time I do one of those reads, there are more photos ahead. Ooh. And, and there's there there's a lot of fun we had at that, at that track. Some of the photos we wear, it's in a, not an adult show, so we probably can't show. Ooh. So some you need to shield your son's eyes at some times around that track because there's oh, it, it kind of reminds me of the wasted the wasted man. <laughs> Like, because I, I imagine that's not all kid friendly all the time either. Actually, less drinking at NASCAR than there was at the Wasted Management. Uh, oh, God. What's a different kind of cocktail, too, by the way? What? <laughs> what? I have more fun. Right. I've never been. Anyway, sorry. All right. We have a $10 super chat from Roaring Fork said everyone in the Discord now knows that the Coyotes are a puck watching team. I'm guessing every team they play gets that same briefing prior to every game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and and it's, it's interesting when you see that. And, and I think he's referring to the puck talk that we did today in the Discord where we talked about a lot of the puck watching the defensive zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The teams know. Like, this is a team. If, if you have an active offensive zone, which means you pull your defenseman down off the blue line to get more active in the offensive zone, or you get more movement where you're pulling forwards up to the blue line and defenseman from the blue line down low. If you get that kind of activity going, it's harder for a team like the Coyotes to defend that. If you play like that against the Boston Bruins or the Vegas Golden Knights that are a zone team that leave two defensemen in front of the net. They'll let you do that all day. They, they don't care. They'll just stand there and defend the blue paint. When you do that against the Coyotes, you open holes. And when you open holes, you get opportunities like you saw tonight against Vegas, against Nashville, and that we've seen for years. It, if you play that kind of a style where you're active enough in the offensive zone, you can create holes. And yes, they do watch video. So yes, they do know that. All right. Is there anything else about this game or should we shift gears toward what? Can we talk about penalties just brief? Can yeah, we stop? of course. Like, I, I don't know. If, it's been years of telling people to no stop. No Liam O'Brien in the lineup tonight either. Yeah. So you can't well, even blame it on him. There? What if he was there? And it's all these stupid stick fouls. You can't, you can't get over these stick fouls. Like the tripping and like leap. You know it's going to be a penalty. And honestly, they could add more. There were penalties I, I didn't think they called. It's 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 unfortunate. This team is just playing like, and that's what happens when you're playing without the puck. You're going to take more penalties when you're playing without the puck, and you're behind the play, and you're slow to pucks, and you're just behind. You're going to take more penalties, and, and I think this is this is a big problem. So I'm going to try to get all of this out today. Cool. And then when when they play on Wednesday against the Minnesota Wild, it's going to be a. It's going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to okay. They win or lose. Eh. What the, who's who's uh, who's going for Celebrini? But today I'm still going to complain. I, I thought there were too many penalties, and I don't know. I think you can see it on the frustration of Andre Turney on the bench. I don't know what you do. Like uh, there are times when a guy takes too many penalties. Guess what? You're sitting out. Like sit out. And I don't mean the whole game because you can't do that to every player. You're going to miss your next two shifts because that was stupid. And, and I don't know. I don't know if Andre feels he can do that at this point of the season. But when you see guys continually taking penalties, it's going to be okay. Timeout. You're going to sit at the end of the bench just just for five minutes. You're just going to sit there and think about what you're doing. And let's stay out of the box. I, I, honestly, that's what that's what John Chorella does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Andre when when he gets back because I'm I really want to sort of take the temperature, get his mindset at this point of the season. But I also want to thank you, Petey, for filling this airtime talking about games because I want to let you know that I no longer care about the games. <laughs> Unless they do something to entertain me, yeah. make it fun, I no longer care about the Coyotes games the rest of the season. <laughs> that, that is completely com completely fair. Okay, and, and again, I don't know if I can argue with that sentiment. I know Leah and I sat in the studio two years ago and we were playing knee hockey uh, on air <laughs> because we literally had nothing to talk about. So I, I appreciate the, the, the sentiment. And, and, and we're there. Like, I, I, and I don't. I, I, we're there. I I have one more complaint about the game before okay. we move on. <clears throat> Didn't we? Who's the best player today? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 If I heard that one more effing time tonight, I was gonna lose my shit. <laughs> do you know what I'm? Do you not know what I'm talking about? Every time the Coyotes got a penalty, the uh, the music oh. that played in the arena was that little TikTok sound. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 And I like—I was gonna yeah, lose my really mind. Well. Flip it, yeah, yeah, flip that. Oh, <laughs> and Paul was there to hear it. <laughs> you could just clip that and put it out on Twitter. Leah's reaction to tonight's game. That's no, no. no. Clipped with you saying you no longer care. <laughs> 
Can you show Paul? Did we save the picture of Paul? Do we do we have the picture of Paul? No, did you we send don't. it to Danielle? No. <laughs> okay, I, then no. It magically happened. <laughs> Paul, we had a picture of you that we we're going to put on the show. So just pretend now, close your eyes. If you're listening on, on our audio podcast, we are now showing a picture of Paul. And um, <laughs> he was at the game. Like, like a radio guy here. Moving yeah. on your screen from left to right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is like those old radio dramas of the 30s that we're filling in. But so, Paul, if you're listening on audio, we're showing your picture now in a Coyotes jersey at the Philadelphia game. And there were some Coyotes jerseys there. That, so I'm sure that was fun. It was kind of fun. All right. Well, we do have to award a dog. Who was the dog, Leah? Was it Rizichka? I don't even remember who the dog was. Was it JJ Mosier? Yeah. Hey. Plus one. Led the team in time on ice. Good job, JJ. Penalties and no penalties. No, penalties. no penalties. That should no penalties. that was the bar for tonight's dog. That was literally the bar set. Didn't bar. take a penalty. He is now that dog. Uh, <sighs> oh Lord. All right. Well, let's take a look at the upcoming schedule to see what joyful fun we have ahead. Um, Minnesota coming to Mullet on Wednesday. We have an audio-only pod dropping tomorrow, previewing that game, talking with Joe Smith of The Athletic, talking all things wild. So that will be dropping at 7 a.m. tomorrow per the request of our Discord. Friday, the Hurricanes in town. That one should be a blast. On to Colorado on Sunday in Colorado. Oi. Edmonton in town the following Monday. And then Toronto. That's the only win I see on this schedule for the guy. <laughs> Craig, I will say this. First yeah. of all, I, when you when you talk about the podcast tomorrow with Joe Smith, it, it's not just all things wild. So don't turn in tune in for just the wild content. There's some wow. Marty Walsh content. There is definitely stuff to listen to other than him break down the Minnesota Wild because that's not as much fun. Listen to that part. But there's a lot of other stuff to look at. This, this schedule is not good, Craig. Yeah, Joe had a one-on-one with Marty Walsh, so that yeah. was interesting to hear about that. And there's also, you know, the, the lead-off question of the podcast in which Very Petey what his go-to spot is for walleye in yep. the metropolitan area. And, and this this went into our Discord tonight as well. We were talking about fish for a good chunk of this well, game. So if you that want to know the best place tonight, by the way, to the, the fish discussion. The fish discussion. Yeah. Can, I, can, I, can I talk to the NHL schedule makers again from the back-to-back from Colorado to, to Edmonton? Four o'clock in Colorado. Four o'clock road game in Colorado. Then you have the longest ride at the airport in the NHL from Colorado to the Colorado airport. And then you fly and play the next day at two o'clock in the afternoon. Where? In San Okay. Yeah. Like really the, the mullets, they got to play at the, you play in Colorado at four, you play home at two. And I didn't check Colorado schedule, but I would I, do they, are they on a back to back? Hey, at I least they didn't have to fly from Colorado to Edmonton, which is maybe the second fair. longest drive. You know, that's fair. Yeah. Do we anyway. know if Colorado is playing the night before? Does anyone, does anyone know or care? I go back to well, that's exactly it. I go back to my earlier statement. I no longer care about the games. They, they do not. They, as a matter of fact, they don't play for three days. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, good. They're actually in Tampa, and then they have they have they fly home, and then they have two days off before they fly here. So then the third day will okay. be the game. So sure. yeah, they'll be they'll be. They've also lost four in a row, and they have two more road games on this trip. So. They're maybe they're right. Maybe the Colorado Avalanche will turn this road around before they play the Toronto. So can we say this, Craig? Can we pique your interest in this? We don't care anymore. We've decided it's all about draft picks. The draft is coming. It's at the sphere. We can't wait. Well, rumored to be the sphere. We don't know that for a fact. Or do we know that for a fact? I think it's a fact. Okay. Well, so it's a fact. That's how much I pay attention. But the, the only game that still matters is the Toronto Maple Leaf game. If we've, we've said this for years, if you win that game, the rest yeah. doesn't matter. I gotta admit, I, I like it when they play the Oilers too, especially when they beat the Oilers. That's entertaining. Yeah, I, I like that too. And I do like to watch Connor. But Jesus. Sorry, I don't know why I always say that in Bill Walton's and, voice, but I and do. Why do you, that's Bill Walton's voice. <laughs> <laughs> when's he on the focus? This has big after dark energy. Can we get Bill Walton on the focus. Three. He has no connections to Phoenix, but yeah, but I bet we could get him talking hockey. We'll load to get him on the focus. We go there. Yeah. That'd be Walton, great. Walton is a quote machine, by the way. If you ever want a walk-off quote for your story, he's the go-to guy. He will give you something <laughs> insane and spectacular. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I like when they play the Canadian teams. It's always fun, especially when they win, which they tend to do against Toronto. So that one circled for me. Um, and then the reason we want to pay attention to all these games is to see how much they lose. Um, and I think it might be time, you guys. Yeah. It. 
It's oh, back. Cool. Spin it, baby. Spin it. It's, oh my God. We're doing it. We're so back. Is this how we're doing it on today's show? We're not prepared to do it. Every day now, Petey. You can't do it on here, Petey. What do you mean you can't do it on here? What? Okay. I'm going to simulate the lottery. If anyone else wants to go, Tankathon. Everybody should do it and post where the coyotes finish in your particular spin. Yep. And we'll only pick the best one. Tankathon.com slash NHL. Everybody do it right now. I'm going to do it. Here I go. And I'm only going to do it once. <clears throat> the Arizona Coyotes drop to pick ninth in the 2024 NHL draft. Let us know what nice. you get. Seattle moved up eight spots to pick first overall. That's crazy. Mine goes Seattle, Columbus, Chicago, San Jose, Anaheim. Yeah, I got Coyotes number eight, so that's not good either. PD just told you we could do it. Hi, Jack. I just had you. I just had to do it to show I could do it. Okay, that's all. Then do it. No, 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 do no. it. No, I just had to prove. No, it. do it. I don't like people telling me I can't do things that I know I can do. That's okay. All. Then why don't you go do it right now? Because I I had the NBA one. I can't find the NHL one. It was literally a tab on the website right next. Oh, there to it is, it. right there. Oh, okay. Okay, do I it. Uh, do you want me to do it? Yeah. Do it now that I've been a, a See smart ass on screen. Come on, give it to us. And the Coyotes are an eighth. Okay, better than mine. Oh, there you we're go. all awful. Okay. So somebody has to... Uh, there you go. See? Everyone got... Okay, we got eighth. Oh, my God. Blatantly asinine got it. We all have right. a few nines, a few eighths. Coyotes one, Ottawa two. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes, please. See, now this is the kind of content people are tuning into. Let's, let's play with our phones and let everybody watch. Just like dinner time when I had a teenager. Exactly the same. This is perfect. And this is where the show is going from now on. Just in anybody's wondering, this is it. We're the Wheel of it. Fantasy might have to make a comeback. It's Buddy, been a while. We have to dust that cool. some bitch off. It's I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I found a broken piece of it in my car. I Did finally you? One brought of those, it. Back. One of those nail things, <laughs> the metal pieces. I've been looking for that in the studio for two years. Okay, Craig, what All else right. we got? Uh, let's take a look. We're 31 minutes into the show and we really haven't talked about anything yet. Let's, so. No, let's take a look at the punch card. How about that? Sure. Um, oh, that. this is a horrendous line. Not a single win on this line. Will Oof. this line be completely red? Stick around and find out. <laughs> tough. How's tough, that? tough, tough. Ugh. Yeah, that's an ugly line. Do, do, do we need to look? Do, do we need to talk about anything else before we look at? We should probably talk about Daryl Plandowski getting a contract. Yeah, so, on the subject yeah. of the future and drafting, yeah. I think. And Hunter Cherney, the, the, the Hunter Cherney props. Here's your flowers, Hunter. There you go, okay. flowers for Hunter Cherney again. And uh, if I hear one more damn time how great he is on TV, though, rush video guard. But pump the brakes there a little bit, guys. Great job, Hunter. Love you. You're the best. You're great. But mm. hang on. Come see me in 20 years. Okay. Okay, Wally Pip. All right, what do we have to say? Um, I wanted to note that Alan Heppel also got extended a, a little while ago, a few days ago, uh, their director of pro scouting. So this, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard yet. Honestly, I haven't checked, but I wonder if Ryan Jankowski is coming next. I like how Bill gives these guys their flowers separate days and on announcing them so that you can, I, I like the attention scouts get in this organization. There are people who give them crap for the suits. I like the fact that these guys who toil in anonymity almost the entire year get some sunlight on them. They deserve it. They bust their butts all season long. This this crew that they have right now is a really good crew of scouts. Give them their flowers. Give them their attention. Yes, lock up Daryl Plandowski. Really like the direction of this scouting staff. So congrats to Daryl on getting the extension. And in all seriousness, I, mean, I know we're kind of kidding around a lot of things. This, I think Bill Armstrong has shown his commitment to the draft, to scouting, to development, and to the future of this franchise. And, and I know this is still part of the rebuild, and I know we're frustrated it's not in the playoffs, but these are key signings to continuing what they did in last year's draft. Like It was a big deal. Like These guys have done a very good job in the drafts that they've run and the development pool that they've been able to stack up um, and the drafts they have yet to come. So I think it's important for the future of this franchise and the long-term future, not just a year and a flash in the pan. I think to continue what they're trying to build, I think it's incredibly important that they keep that synergy on the staff that he's comfortable working with. So I think it's incredibly important to do what he did today. So I think it's a big deal. 
Absolutely. And they're going to need it because it's tank season. Get out the tank gifts. We're all aboard, all aboard the tanks. It's all about the future, um, including futures yeah. over at BetMGM. How about that? Um, if you want to bet on teams to make the playoffs, teams to win awards, win the Stanley Cup, or just bet on game lines, you could do so. I had a blast betting on the Super Bowl yesterday. I didn't care about either team, but betting on the game made, got me so invested. I hit my first two bets immediately. Heads and Kansas City to win the coin toss. Cash it. Christian McCaffrey first touchdown. Cash it. It was so much fun. I had a blast over at BetMGM. And make sure you're using BetMGM when you're placing all of your bets, whether it's hockey or anything else. Right now, when you sign up for BetMGM, use the bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $5. You'll receive $150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. I do have a BetMGM parlay pick. This one comes from Shane. It is titled The Homebody. And these are the picks. Orlando Magic money line at home. Phoenix Suns money line at home against the Kings. And Trailblazers money line at home. I get the theme now. Homebodies. All of that for plus 1,169 over at BetMGM. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Promo code 100 Gambler available in the U.S. Call 877 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467369 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800 Next Step Arizona. 1-800 Bets Off Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. And now take your winnings and go to some burros. Some burros is family owned and operated and was voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. And take it from PHNX's resident Mexican, Danielle, the magic behind the Mac. She is a loyal Sombrero-in. By the way, I made that word up today. And she makes some burros her go-to spot for authentic Sonoran style. I had some burros for lunch today. Are you a Sombrero-in too? That's See, what Danielle just said you, in the chat. Oh, she did. You did too? Or she did? She did. I can't see the chat because I'm reading the ads. Yeah, I actually had some burros for lunch today. See, and that's why I, I, I credit you. Like, they might go out of business if not for you. So you better keep going. And if you want to see Danielle sometimes, just pop in some burros. There's a, probably a very good chance she will be there, either getting takeout or eating in. With locations throughout the Valley and Flagstaff, you're never far from a meal fiesta. Come check out the newest locations in Goodyear, Peoria, and I-17 in Jomax, or visit some boroughs to come to find one near you. Don't forget. Oh, that see that that says the big game's almost here. It's not almost here. The big game's over. So you can't have them cater your Super Bowl party because Super Bowl's over. But you can let them some boroughs cater your next meal, big or small, like St. Patty's online. Day. What? Oh, St. Patty's Day. Oh my God, St. Patty's Day. Yes, please let some boroughs cater your next meal, big or small, including. St. Patrick's Day parties. Order online or find one near you by visiting someburros.com. I just want to caution people. If you think you can approach Danielle at some burrows, uh, Danielle has a couple of tough looking bodyguards. So be careful. Be careful what you do there when you try and approach for autographs. Just saying. Was <laughs> it the puppies? Her puppies? Is that, are those the bodyguards? I don't know. Well, we'd have to get that. Up my, my dad used to call that Vato power. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're at the point of the post game show <clears throat> these days. Oh, this is the part that people should be waiting for. And a lot of people have signed out not knowing there was arena news coming. Did we tease arena news? No, because it, that's too clickbaity if we if we tease oh, arena news. Clickbaity to do my job. Sorry. So apologies. You know, I should probably, you know, when when sources contact me, I should probably just not answer or not respond to their text message or maybe just hang up on them because you know it's too clickbaity to actually do report are people saying that to you some people are yeah some, really yeah so but but, uh, but they want to know like i want to know i talked to you today because you 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 know stuff all right let me ask you two this let me ask yes. you two this what would you say my state of mind is right now dealing with the arena news <laughs> Not good. Hmm. Yeah, not good. No, you're 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 nearly off your rocker. You think I wake up every day hoping that I get five or six text messages and three phone calls from sources? You, no. You, okay. You want a day of no arena news? That would be that would be your zen space. Is no arena news ever again for you the know rest what my of your zen life? Space might be right now, Petey. You know what my zen space might be? 
What? It might be a frontal lobotomy <laughs> right now. Wow. <laughs> Moderately aggressive, but some say it works. I, I know it was it was the plan back in the 50s, so maybe. I am so sick of this story. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of doing it, but newsflash, it's my job. So when I get new information, I'm going to report it because that's my job. If you don't want to hear it, if you think it's clickbaity, tune off right now. Leave. Go ahead. Go away. I don't care. I'm going to keep doing my job. So I'm not going to belabor this too much. I want to talk about a few things. Just I'm going to have a story that sort of updates you on a lot of what's happening behind the scenes with the Coyotes' efforts to secure a land deal. Okay. But I, I, what I wonder now, we, we just found out or Elliot Friedman reported that there probably isn't going to be an announcement from the league anytime soon. And we don't really know. We can speculate on why that is. And I know you have some thoughts, Petey. Um, but here's here's my take on all of this. As, as I examine this situation, a couple things that I can tell you and, 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 and granted, uh, approach everything with skepticism. OK, we, we've heard timelines. We've heard definites before, and then it's changed. So I'm not sure there are any definites in this story, but I have heard that the land auction is definitely going to be posted on March 14th. Okay. So you've got that, you've got the timeline after that, where it has to be publicly posted. I know the, the Arizona Republic reported that it's 10 weeks. I have been told by multiple people that it's actually up to the discretion of the Arizona land department. It could be less, it could be more I'm told it might be even more, actually. What, what the thinking is right now is we, we're going to have an auction in June. So when I look at this whole situation and I think about how much time and effort and resources the NHL and Gary Bettman and in particular have invested in this market, are you really going to say, yeah, no, we can't wait three or four more months? Don't you have to just let this play out? To me, if, if Gary Bettman comes out and says anything, and I don't know if he's going to, but if you issue a statement at this point, I think it has to be, you know what? We're going to let Alex Morello try and get across the finish line with this land deal. We're going to see how this plays out. Again, timelines matter here, right? I know there are factors to consider. Like, what's the construction timeline, even if they do get the land? Is the, is the NHL okay with that? But with all that you've put into it, does it really matter that it's just going to be a few more months? Don't you just have to let this play out, get to the finish line? And, and if we get to that auction and Alex Morello can't acquire this land, that's on him. That's on him and nobody else. At that point, the league can say, that's it. We're done. We're stepping in. We're taking over. We're doing whatever we deem fit with this franchise. But don't you have to let him at least play this out? That's what I wonder at this point. Yeah, and I think you brought up a couple of really key points here, Craig, and I just want to make sure that they get driven home. One, I think you have some more dates that are, that are if I, I don't know if I want to call them concrete yet, but you've reported on now that it's going to be a part of the March 14th meeting by the Arizona State Land Board, that they, this will be an agenda item, and that the auction could take place sooner, but you're thinking sometime in June. Those are real dates. The One of the questions I had is we heard rumored that Gary Bettman was going to speak over the weekend around the Super Bowl time, and now he's not speaking. But why? And first of all, why would he? And second of all, if he was, why isn't he? And the only thing I can think of, and again, when you look on this panel, uh, this dais here, I, I, I am not the reporter. No, not reporting. No, didn't talk to anybody. But no opinion. If he was even planning to speak, and if he was, it was just to lay down some kind of a, hey, he's moving the ball down the field. That's what yeah. my guess was. But he, now he's not doing that because I think there is some confidence now that some of these dates are coming to light and factual, factual data. They're actually out there. I don't know if he has much to say. Like, I, I don't know if he, if he really has an announcement that really, well, he's still waiting. Like, okay, we're just continuing to wait. I don't know if there yeah, needs to be a Gary Bettman announcement. You're concerned about the legal side of it, right? We've heard Richard Rodier's take on all right. this as well. Does Why he would you say anything? Do this. So is he really going to force the issue right now with this 
potentially just around the corner. I wonder about that as well, Petey. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to interject that one point. No, but I think that's fair. And I think that's one of the big issues. And the other thing is, well, we'll talk about waiting till June. So, oh, Salt Lake's ready to, to move tomorrow. Do, do you want to know what infrastructure and ticket sales and scheduling and bus company, do you think that takes more than, than 60, 90 days? Because guess what? It does. So if you're thinking they can go, oh, well, they'll just move to Salt Lake because that'll be easier. Bullshit. It ain't easier. It's easier to wait till June if they get the land and there's some kind of a plan in place. And believe me, they've been working at this for a year. This isn't something they decided last week and it's just getting coming to light. They've been working on this for a year to Thank get this. When did they submit the application? June. Yeah, last summer. After Tempe failed, they submitted the application. So yes. Morty Walsh comes out and says they haven't been doing anything. It was the next month that they submitted this application. We heard about Mesa as well. There was plenty of things working behind the scenes. So go ahead again. Yeah, and, and so what, what that tells me is they've got a year worth of worth of planning on this particular piece of land. Now it went from two hundred to one hundred. I understand that, but they've been working on this piece of land. Now there is there's no dump here. There's no toxic wasteland. Again, though, there are going to be some economic studies, and they're going to have to be some. There's no plumbing. There's no electrical right That's there. The it's, it's raw land, right? It's raw land. I mean, this is going to take a minute, but it's not. They don't have to re to repurpose the land like they had to do with the dump. I'm not so sure they're that much behind what would have happened if they would have got the land in Tempe. So, first of all, if you've waited this long, I agree with Craig Morgan. I, I would think that there is there is no reason the league would not wait. And here's the other thing: they can wait till June and still move the team. You still could. I'm not saying they're going to, or that's even the next step. But you still could by June. There is no schedule out at that point. And you don't think you can book hotel rooms in June? And you can make two schedules. This whole myth yes. of scheduling. You can just make two schedules. Yeah. So I, oh. this, this, by waiting for June, I don't think you, you've, you've, you've definitely haven't said, okay, well, this team isn't moving to Salt Lake. We're not saying that. It's just saying, I think you would let this process play out. You've let it play out for so long with Miss Morella. If you put the paperwork in on June, you wait. If it, if it's truly going to be an auction in June and guess what? If somebody, if, if, you know, if Bill, who's the Clampett, what's the Clampett, the guy, you know, shooting at some crude, if he goes in there and he, and yeah. Jed, yeah, Jed Clampett goes in there and he outbids Mr. Morello and then Morello doesn't get the land, then all bets are off. Then, then I agree. I think at that time, it's over. And, and when I say it's over, I mean Mr. Morello's ownership of the Arizona Coyotes. I don't necessarily mean at that point yet that the team is moving. I just think that that's the end, the end of the, the Morello ownership group owning this team. And you know what? Like Craig said, it's up to him. He brings his wallet and his checkbook to the auction and you win the bid and then we move forward. So it's just good to have some concrete dates that we can look forward to now. Stop all of the rumoring and it be, there's, there's stuff planned ahead. Yeah. And one more point about those bids, it, it, you know, I know people think, well, it's, it's just about the price. It's, it's not just about the price when you're talking about this process and the price obviously matters, but the Arizona state land department or the city of Phoenix want to know what your plan is if you're bidding on that land. And they want a timeline. It's not like, oh, I'm going to buy this land and then sit on it for seven years. No, that's not going to fly. That's not why they're selling the land. They want the proceeds and they want them soon. So if there's another group out there right now, I'm not aware of it. I'm not saying they can't come in, but the Coyotes have a, a well-hatched plan. I'm not sure that there's another group that's going to come in and be able to offer that sort of plan. It could happen. I don't know. It could happen. But that's those are just two other factors to think about in the bidding process. It's not as simple as I got the highest bid. That's it. Yeah. And I drove by that land today and I'm going to, uh, before, I don't know when we go back to studio, but I'll make sure I take some, I'm going to pull over on the side of the road and take some much needed visuals of that area of land right now. So Craig, is there somebody else? You Did you talk to somebody? What's that? I think you should record another video, maybe with your kite. I think you'll see what's going on there. There's something different. Um, but, 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 Craig, did you happen to talk to anybody else about anything about either Glendale or the arenas that you're willing to talk about today? You know, I, I've been thinking that maybe we could make this uh, a regular segment on the show, trolling the trolls, Got addressing it. them by name. And I love doing this. I love presenting facts to trolls. So. This one's for you, Chris Brown hyphen SL2YM on YouTube. This one's specifically for you, Chris Brown. You know who I heard from today, guys? Who? 
I've heard from Glendale City Manager Kevin Phelps. Who? He texted me. You know who that is? You don't know who that is? Oh, he's the city manager for, for the city of Glendale. Let me say that again. And of course, we've been saying for a very long time that the Coyotes were not kicked out of Glendale because they didn't pay their taxes. They were kicked out because they wouldn't sign a long-term lease. And that was it. And we had all these other, I'll just say trolls rather than what I really want to say, or mansplainers, or men who are used to just opening their mouth and assuming that what comes out of it is significant because there's a whole lot of those guys out there. So here's what Evan Phelps said to me today, Chris Brown hyphen SL2YM. Craig, Kevin Phelps here. Saw your Friday podcast. You and Petey are absolutely correct. The reason we parted ways with the Coyotes was because of their refusal to sign a lease that was 12 plus years in length. Their failure to pay taxes for over a year did not play a role in the decision or the timing of our decision. Hope all is well. Best KP. Wow. So as we would as you would say, Craig, in reporting business, that would be a fact, right? Like that's a that is a fact. Incontrovertible fact. Well, there you go. That doesn't mean it changes anybody's mind. It's no, just a the, fact. The narrative will still persist. Yeah, it's fine. But, but that would be a, fi- a fact. Thanks, Craig, for fact. Wow. I like, I, I like this. Well, Chris Brown, SL2YM, is calling us, Petey. We're the spin doctors. So we might want to play. We might have fun with that as well. <laughs> that, that's what we are. I <laughs> love them in the 90s. Love them in the 90s. It's us that are the spin doctors. I, I love it, but I'm okay. glad he's on, he's got boots on the ground. Chris Brown he's got yeah. boots on the ground. Let us know what's going on. I was, I, I, that was a fact. I'm I, I here for what, this new segment. I, I like the side off best. Best KP. <laughs> it's just they're just go ahead and give facts, Craig. Well, that's how you need to sign off these segments. It's just like best, Craig Morgan. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. By the way. I have said this many times before when referring to Kevin Phelps. He's really good at his job. He is, including managing media. He gets his message out effectively. Yeah. But as I said many times before, I had quoted him saying this. He reached out to me unsolicited to give me this text message. So thank you, Kevin, for speaking the truth. Yeah. It is frustrating. And one thing through all of this mess, and we've been dealing with it the entire three years that the PHNX Coyotes podcast has existed, that the problem is just that you get so frustrated with people that don't listen to the facts of what's really going on. I don't think we're spinning anything. We're just literally saying sometimes we fill in with interject with what our hopes and dreams may be. Yes. But here are the facts right now. It is going to be on the state board agenda in March It's going to be an auction in June. Is that spinning anything? I I don't know. Like the, the, the Salt Lake City movie, people think people think that it's just like, oh, they remove Salt Lake, done. It's done. <laughs> they open the office. You know how hard it is. Like if you don't have an infrastructure to to handle that team, the Winnipeg Jets, when they moved from Atlanta to Winnipeg, they had the infrastructure of an American League hockey team where they literally double dutied their their American League staff for doing ticket sales and marketing. The arena staff had they had the infrastructure there already for hockey. It was there. So it, to to just make that magically appear, I I don't know. Maybe they need a magician. I they, we have one. As I mentioned, I will have a story covering more of this on Thursday morning. Wait, wait Wednesday morning, right, Petey? That's when Wednesday. you want. Yeah, Wednesday. That's when I run my story. So yes. it will I'm run Wednesday morning. Okay. Wednesday morning. So be on the lookout. Do we want to talk more hockey about tonight's game? Let's talk about Circle K. Um, No matter where the arena is built in the Valley, hopefully, there will be a Circle K along the way, whether you're coming from the East Valley, South, the West Valley, etc. Circle K is there to guide you along the way. Um, Whether you're stopping for gas or snacks, drinks, etc. Make sure you're a member of the Inner Circle. If you're not a member of the Inner Circle, you're really just missing out on savings on gas, free food, free drinks, all of it. And it's completely free to join. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for 
details. And at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, no one does it better with unprecedented and unprecedented. <laughs> hey, you try saying that unprecedented level of entertainment excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention Arizona's largest casino sportsbook. And don't miss out on the entertainment inside the showroom at Wild Horse Pass. It's a full theater with every seat within 75 feet of the stage. Take a walk down memory lane with a Pink Floyd experience coming February 17th or more into country music. Check out the Garth Brooks experience on February 23rd. And there's so much, much more headed there soon. Head to Gila River, Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They're never going to hire me. They just, it's not. Head to Gila Resorts and Casinos, Gila River Resorts and Casinos, and let them show you what next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. And by the way, if you haven't checked out that theater, it's pretty impressive. They, there's, I'm, yeah, like the, the Pink Floyd experience. Go have a couple OGs and sit in the back row of that bad boy. Yeah. 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 So check out the, there's a lot of entertainment coming there. It, it's their weekly. Check it out. Okay. Why are you laughing, Leah? You I'm were just laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. You didn't make it through three ads this last four days either. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Wow, that's just uncalled for. Um, we do have a super chat from Mark who didn't attach his message to the super chat, but I did see it. It was oh, no. slightly below. Um, if oh, yeah. you can find it, Danielle, it was slightly below. Oh, I forgot. Okay, wait. Here's a $5 chat. Here, I'll put it on the screen. Here's a $5 chat for Craig for his efforts in the arena news. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. I'm trying. I'll probably get some things wrong. I'll probably be misled sometimes. That's what happens in this business, but it won't be for lack of talking to a lot of people each day. Yeah, listen to reporters. I don't know how hard that is. People that report, and then they they said, yeah, I talked to somebody. I bet they didn't talk to, like, I already forgot his name, but they didn't talk to him. Kevin Phelps? So, no, 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 Chris the, Brown. The, oh, the okay. They didn't talk to Chris Brown. I don't think he's got the, does he have the answers for the arenas? No. Like, just no. Like, I wanted to know more. I called Craig. I didn't call Chris Brown MYG34216. I didn't call him because I don't, like, why would I ask him? I'd ask Craig Brown. Here's another super chat from Mike. Have another beer. Peter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There you go. He's not wrong. Like, what do do you want me to do? I'm sitting at home watching hockey and TV. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's okay. This might be the most off the rails post game show we've had. It was a five o'clock start. It's five o'clock game start. It's, it's not midnight. even. It's not even. It's not even nine. Um, so just to recap, <laughs> just to recap, Coyotes drop their sixth straight. Uh, we're pretty much changing gears. This is no longer a playoff bubble team or a playoff team. This is a team that we're going to start running tankathon simulations. We're going to start talking about the draft. We're going to start talking to draft experts. Again, Craig said this in his newsletter earlier today. If you're not signed up for the newsletter, sign up. It's free right to your inbox. It's great stuff. Um, But yeah, it's time to change focus. Obviously we're going to keep tabs on the arena thing. Craig is literally like, you see him losing it on the show, but like he is just doing so much all day, every day to make sure he has the most accurate and up-to-date news. Um, there is nobody more on this story than Craig. So please follow along and please, you know, support his work. Like, I mean that sincerely as I've been giggling a lot this episode, but I really do mean that um, as well. So lots ahead for this team. I know it's been a frustrating stretch to be a Coyotes fan, both with all this arena stuff and with the on ice play, it's been a really disappointing stretch of games here to be frank uh a disappointing 2024 i think so far for the coyotes but uh, we're gonna look ahead both for what's to come on the ice and off the ice and stick with us and become a diehard join our discord um check out the website go phnext.com there's diehard only content on there as well um and you know if you've been feeling a lot like it's just you versus the trolls. Make sure you grab that Arizona versus everybody crew neck and t-shirt available now at phnxlocker.com. I think that's kind of been a mentality of a lot of us lately. Um, so make sure you grab that so you can wrap that around town and just, uh, I, I always feel good when I'm wearing that crew neck. <laughs> like I just, I just do. And I always get compliments on it in public as well. So 
that's the summary. Anything else for you guys to add before we wrap? I just want to say that I just want to say this, and I know that I don't want this to come off as we're all being negative. I think this is still a great stride forward in the rebuild. I think this was a huge step that this team played meaningful games well past the new year, and I think they're in a playoff spot for much longer than I and anticipated. It's just games got tougher, and it, it that's okay. They learned to play important games, and they competed up through the first of the year. This was a good step in the rebuild. Young players are playing like Cooley and Gunther, and we're starting to see what they can do. Kesselring has been a huge surprise. Jersey's been a huge surprise. Ingram's been a huge surprise. So there are some positives to take from this, but this is just not the year that they're ready to make the playoffs. And I think we said that from day one, and the general manager of this team said that also at training camp. So this is not a big surprise. This has been a positive step forward. Now let's start looking again to the future, and we're going to start doing that with, with the trade deadline fast approaching. And all I have to say is to Joel Pretty, actually, um, you have a cardboard box that you want to donate to the build. Hang on to that, Joel, because I may need a place to live. <laughs> this might be an all-time Craig Morgan episode of One Liners. Holy it just has the Craig vibe going today. There we go. Um, all right. Well, just a reminder, we will not have a live show tomorrow. However, there is an audio-only pod dropping in the morning. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. PD and Craig catch up with the Athletics Joe Smith to talk about the Minnesota Wild, Minnesota, Marty Walsh, and a whole lot more. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts on Tuesday. And then we'll be back Wednesday after the Coyotes take on the Minnesota Wild um, for some more post-game shenanigans, I'm sure. Um, but that's what you're looking at for the rest of the week. Thank you all so much for being here in the chat, for being here, even when the Coyotes lose six straight, but everybody's still here. We sincerely appreciate it. Be sure to give a thumbs up on this video if you're listening and watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on audio, hit the little five stars. It takes two seconds and it really means a lot to us. You can follow us all on Twitter at S Peters hockey at Craig S Morgan at Leah Merrill at Abraka Danielle. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes and be sure to subscribe to the PHNX sports YouTube channel. So you never miss a thing. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night, everybody. And we will talk to y'all soon.